All of the podcasts here at the Sideshow Network are now at the touch of a button on your iPhone and iPad. With the new Sideshow Network app, tune into all your favorite podcasts here at the Sideshow Network. Go to iTunes App Store, search for Sideshow Network, and download our free app to stream all of your favorite Sideshow Network podcasts at any time you want. The top comedians in the world are at your fingertips with the Sideshow Network app for iPhone and iPad. Are you tired of shaving? Are you tired of shopping for blades? Yes, are you for your husband. tired of spending way too much money for crappy blades that pop yes. out and then you step on them in the shower? Yes, There's a husband. better answer. DollarShaveClub.com forward slash sideshow. It's like Netflix for shaving. You give them a couple bucks a month, they send you razors on, an, on a schedule. They send you the razor blades and the handle and then you shave. And I don't have to go out and buy them? No, it's automatic. It's like Netflix. Do you have to return them? No, it's not that much like Netflix. So they're new. It's similar to Netflix. Yes, you're not renting an old Jimmy Stewart razor. This is a new razor. They're sent to you in groups every month. Are there his and hers? Because you take my razors. Uh, You know what? There's only one place to find out if there are, and that is... DollarShaveClub.com forward slash sideshow. Shave your face. Do some manscaping. Be smooth and yummy. Manscaping, yes. All for pennies on the dollar. Don't be an idiot. Go to dollarshaveclub.com forward slash sideshow. Nobody loves me but my mother. And she could be jiving too. Yes, nobody, nobody loves me but my mother. It is Mother's Day weekend here at A Fork on the Road. I am travel guru Mark DiCarlo alongside the beautiful... The talented and uh, much more redheaded today, <laughs> Yenny I was Alvarez. What you were gonna say? <laughs> Your hair's very red today. I like red. It pops. Did you fall into a box of melting crayons? How does that happen? Whatever. I love my hair. I love the red. It makes me feel pretty. You look beautiful. Unfortunately, it's very girly. This is a podcast, so no one can see you. <laughs> uh, this is our fourth show, a fork on the road show, a show all about travel. Food and fun. Speaking of travel, everyone has to drive their car, and it's expensive. Do you want to save 15% for gas on your car? Then you get EnviroTabs. One tablet in every tank cleans your fuel injectors and increases the octane, which means you'll go 15% farther, at least, on every tank for only $2. Take my word for it. I've been using EnviroTabs for a year, and I'm getting 50% more miles per tank full. Just for just 2 bucks. Or, you know what? Don't take my word for it. Try it for yourself. It's a 100% money-back guarantee. You go to greenfootglobal.com slash roadravesmark, or you can go to markdecarlo.com and click on the Road Raves button. It'll take you right there. It tells you all about these tabs. They're 100% safe. They're tested and 100% guaranteed to increase your, ga- your gas mileage or your money back. You get a, tab, a pack of 28 tabs for 25 bucks, which is enough for 14 Phillips. Yes, please. Go and check it out because Mark keeps bragging about this well, you know to what? everybody. The key th- you're telling you're telling what, everybody. Here's what women don't understand about driving. There's two things that you can be proud of when you're driving. Number one, finding the cheapest gas. Number two Parking. Finding parking. That's the third thing, yes. <laughs> the thing I was going to say was finding the fastest route. 
especially here in Los Angeles. Oh, no. I can get from A to B using side streets and back roads and no GPS BS. Yes, I do and it on I have my to own. hear about it. You know what? When we're driving. I saved us three minutes LA. today. Three minutes. And I almost had a heart attack at one point. But you know what? Over the course of our lives, that's going to add one or two days well, that to the end of our life. Well, that took away a second from my life. All right, so it's a wash. But it's exciting. <laughs> Driving, everyone has to do it. This is the only way that I know of that you can do it cheaper. Envirotabs, you'll save at least 15% of your gas mileage. Go to markdecarlo.com and click on Road Raves or go to greenfootglobal.com slash roadravesmark. Envirotabs, get them. They work. This show is all about travel, food, and fun, and this is Mother's Day weekend. It is. How sweet. Isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so we have a lot of stuff that we're going to talk about moms today. We're also going to interview uh, a guy who runs, I think it's a total scam, but we'll find oh, out. It is so not a scam. It's a scam. It's, yeah, because you have nothing to do with it. No, if he's single, it's a, I think it's a scam for him to get as many hot single girls in a room at once. Okay, what he's talking about... And then about, collect phone numbers. Yeah, what he's talking about, it's called uh, Shecky's. It's girls' night out everywhere across the U.S. They have all these events where you pay a, a really inexpensive fee. I think it's like 25 bucks. We'll check it out. We'll ask him all about it. And... Um, you go into this place filled with booths and and um, food and giveaways. It's girl nirvana. Yeah, and you know what? The goodie bag alone is worth the price of, of uh, admission. Mm -hmm. The goodie bag alone. Right. Let me say that again. The goodie bag alone is worth the price of admission. See, this is you're, you're complaining that I get I get off on finding a great way to get somewhere. You I you, get off on goodie bags. You would walk through the jaws of hell to get a goodie bag. <laughs> Hello, I, don't care I what's am in it. Satan. I want goodie bag. What's your goodie bag, Satan? Yes, I want the goodie bag. I, mean, I, I go to parties alone boogers. just for the goodie bag. It makes me happy. Right. You walk, you go, you have a great experience. You have um, all these leads into fun things to do and giveaways. Every booth gives you something, has something for you. And you walk out with bags filled with stuff. That makes me happy. All right, and what's it called? The, the event? Shekies.com. And. Um, we're going to be talking with Chris Hoffman. Uh, Who's the soon. inventor of this great scam. Yes, we'll it get, is not a scam. <laughs> we'll get to him a little bit later. Uh, right now, uh, we're going to talk about Mother's Day and a really cool event. Last night, we uh, were invited to the Flavors event here in Los Angeles. It's a big uh, cooking culinary event thrown by the Liver Foundation of America. They raise money for liver uh, cancer research and other diseases of the liver research. And it was a great event at the Lowe's uh, Santa Monica Hotel. Ten of the best chefs in Los Angeles mm -hmm. cooking specifically for you. For one table, right? for you, explaining exactly what you're eating, how they, um, how they prepare. You get to see all the effort and all the care they put into each dish. And um, to tell you the truth, this was a phenomenal night for me. It was. It was. Everybody was dressed up. Every, it was. It was. Was it? I don't and know. People if it was don't always time. dress up in Los Angeles. I was wearing a hat for God's sake. You looked good. You looked. You looked like. That's my million dollar hat. You looked like a forties movie star. I love that. Like a diva. I love that. See, and uh, I walked in. The uh, volunteers for this cause were incredible. They took care of every single thing. I was very impressed. I felt like. I was going to, you know, this this fabulous 1940s black and white Suarez. Mm -hmm. Suarez? How do you say it? Tangy. <laughs> no, it's a Suarez. That's how Suare. you say it. Suarez. Suarez is a place in Mexico that you don't want to go. But you know this, what? this Suarez, you this, definitely want to go to. This is not going to get lost in translation. No. This event was fantastic. I had an incredible time. It was... I was wearing my million-dollar hat, 
And I I want to talk about this. I want to hear the interview. Right. And well, we're going to do that in a second. Food. But let, oh. I, I've never been to an event quite like this. There were about there were about a hundred people there, and it, we were all broken up into tables of ten. Mm -hmm. So you, we're sitting at a table with nine other people, and there are world-class chefs making dinner just for those 10 people. So uh, David Lino from Salt was there. Uh, mm. Philip Franklin Lee from uh, Scratch Bar here in Los Angeles was there. Uh, Tim Cast, the executive chef of Seasons 52, Seasons was there. Seasons 52. Uh, Anthony Falapa from uh, the Roycewood Fired Steakhouse. All these great chefs. What about chefs. Naisha, the one girl chef? Right, she was there cooking. I heard her um, split pea soup was out of this world. Right, I wish we could see. That's the one thing we didn't we weren't able to taste the stuff at I the know, other table. We were we were I was at the, dying to find out what everybody else was eating. I know. <laughs> Although we had a good table. We were at uh, Hamasuka LA. Uh, Chef Wani Lee was there, and he made delicious sushi for us. Hamasuku. So we had like a seven-course meal, and everyone pays, and you, you, you go to this event, and they raise money for the Liver Foundation, and you have a great— And you get to bid— there's a live auction mm -hmm. and there's a uh, silent auction and you get to bid in all these phenomenal travel food prices and yeah it was a it was a great event raised a lot of money for the liver foundation I need to get better at that at what at bidding because I was outbid in every single one I think people wait until the last minute and then they just run and they write their name oh for the silent auction and I think that's what I'm gonna do next time you got to look them in the eye and and because they're you shifty. know what I wanted These are I wanted the Santa people. Barbara dinner for four mm -hmm. and the wine tasting and there were two ladies obstructing my way. They did not let me get near that paper when there were two seconds well, left. Well, you got to give me the eye, and I, I can, like, I'll, I'll set a pick. I'll move in, I'll kind of hip check them out of the way, then you run in, you write your name, and then if they, you know. They were holding on to that paper. Well, maybe they're professionals. <sighs> this was our first one. Uh, we are going to be doing more, though. I'm going to be hosting a few Flavors events later on in the year in Boston and Chicago and, and some other cities. And those ladies better watch out. <laughs> so it was a great event, and one of the great things about it, we got to meet a culinary legend didn't we yes we did sophie sophie gayo sophie gayo is the uh how would you describe her she is the anna wintour of gastronomy oh the devil wears prada chick yes yes she's she's but she's super nice she's nothing like what uh, the devil wear prada portrays anna wintour um but and she's, she's the so make or break yeah she's the <gasps> make or break person when you open a new restaurant sophie comes and if she gives you the thumbs up you're it's good like the angels you're are good. smiling on you so Sophie walks in and you hear, oh. but if she doesn't like your restaurant, she's not shy about saying it. Yeah. And, and that's important. You know, if you're going to be dropping three or $400 on a big dinner, mm -hmm. you don't want to go to a place that's crappy. Yeah. You want to have a phenomenal time like we did last night. Right. We did. And part of the phenomenal time was talking to this legend herself. Uh, I had a chance to talk to Sophie and here it is. Sophie, thank you for joining us. Tell us where we are, first of all. We are in Santa Monica at Flavors of Los Angeles, which is the uh, yearly gala dinner of the American Liver Foundation. So it's a big fundraiser for the Liver Foundation. Yes. And they do these all around the country, right? The, yes, that's the Los Angeles chapter here. And how did you get involved? I got involved uh, seven years ago when they started doing the LA chapter in the first place. So I've been the honorary chair for seven years now, and I, I just love that... Um, food event it's a very different format than the other one I go to many food events and usually they're in the dark you're outside you wait in line uh, a lot of pretentious people running around which is not the case here yeah and, and then you know and you wait in line and you get a little bite on the plate that you have a glass you have a purse you got a camera you can't eat this one you're sitting down and every table is different because every chef and there's how many uh, nine chefs ten, ten chefs yeah. they have um, they need to bring their own 
you know, tablecloths. It's like they set up a little satellite yeah. restaurant yeah, right here. Yeah, and so they all look different, and they all have different flowers, and they have different glasses and glassware and tableware. And then, of course, the food is, you know, what the restaurant is doing. So you actually have the chef of the restaurant cooking in front of you. And you're sitting down, and you're drinking wine and, and, and water, and then so you're just entering your regular meal with the chef cooking right in front of you. Which it's you kind know. of like going backstage at a rock show. You're, it is. You're seeing how you see, the magic yeah. happens, yes, right? Yes. Now, how does someone, people, when, when I was doing my Travel Channel show and I was getting paid to go around the world and eat, people would ask me, how do you get that job? You are, you're like a world famous, literally, not just the United States, world famous food critic. You get paid to eat. Everywhere. How did you engineer that career? <laughs> I did not. Were enter- you a good eater as a child? I did, Do you I, train for it? I, Do you take a scholarship at some uh, French culinary? No, institute? my father uh, back in 1969 uh, started the Gomio Guides. Um, so we're basically, I say we, but I, sh- I shouldn't say we, but I should say he, with his partner Gomio, set the world of gastronomy the way it is today they they you know when they started the books in france in 1969 whatever they were doing did not exist right yeah like you know the, the post did not exist and color post it but it's a you know it's a brand name so it's the same with with gomio it's it, it was it was new there was only one other book the red one that was doing giving you the reading and the address and the phone number but no text and, and this is before the internet this is before 1969 when, right, when you went to a new city if you didn't have someone to tell you where to go to eat you had no clue no, yeah, so where to go so you'd waste your money going to crappy restaurants yeah right? so the, the guide uh, was a, it was a particular style and you would know before you go to a restaurant what exactly you would be expecting because you had a review mm-hmm. telling you about the decor about the you know, the general manager, the service, the wine, and then, of course, the food. So that uh, we, they, they, they set a new standard for gastronomy in the world, mm-hmm. you know, coming By taking first. all those factors into account, because yeah. it's not just what's on your plate. It's the whole experience, yeah, and, right? And, and then also, when they actually started with a magazine, so the book came after, it came three years after. The magazine, you have to have photos, Right. That's how. That's how you. We started knowing how the restaurant looked like, the food looked like, the chef looked like, because it was before, as you say, internet before television was so spread out. Mm-hmm. There was no, didn't have all those shows. Um, and now chefs are rock stars. Basically, they're rock stars because and you, they, you started. Yeah, we started that. Yeah. So you get the credit or the blame, depending on people's point of view. Well, usually we get the credit. So. <laughs> no, but I think it's good because if you elevate the level of food uh, anywhere in any country or any city it elevates the entire rest of the city it elevates the culture and then you know kids want to they they do better they have to do better school to order to eat the same way their parents are eating so it's so it's not just like uh, on the short term basis i'm enjoying good food It, it just goes together because if you enjoy good food then you're going to start thinking, is that organic? Is that, where is those cherries coming from? They're coming from Chile in the middle of winter. I think we should boycott ch- cherries coming from Chile in the middle of winter. You know, cherries are autant des cerises. They are the time for cherries. And why are we going to, you know, do carbon trace for, for that? So I think the more the, the food more goes up, the more where they become their environment and their culture around them. It's, and, then, and, and of course, if it's better... Um, taste-wise, it's probably better health-wise. So then you, you lower down the obesity and the di- 
diabetes, you know. It, Which is a huge problem, especially a, here in America. It's a problem, We were yeah. just in Italy uh, in, Jan in uh, January, and you'd think it Italians eat all the time. They're all thin. Same for the They're French. They're thin because they eat fresh food that they get that morning and then they cook. Yeah, here, and that's good. And then too here, much bad food. Too much bad food. And so it's, it's you know, the, the, the more I, I go out and the more I try to speak about the quality of the food you're eating, it's, we have to be very careful because we're... We're, we're killing our own, you know, tree we're sitting on with overfeeding people and people don't realize. So I think the more the chefs are paying attention to 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 what they're serving to you, and now every restaurant says farm to table, so it's, you know, they, they come to me and say, oh, we're doing farm to table. I say, well, we're nearly everybody does farm to table, but that I mean they were not doing farm to table before. So if they do in LA, then, you know, they do in the big cities, then they're going to start doing in the middle of the country and then in sure. some more remote places and it will help everybody. So it's very important. It's not just that, just for, it's not only for your own taste, it's also for your body, for the rest, for the That's for a really interesting point because I think a lot of people going into this or if they would read about this event would think it's a, a bunch of rich people having really great food, which is, there are people here contributing to the foundation, but I think you're right. The more people become aware of good food and where it comes from, the more they're going to be aware of the bad food and what it does to your body. Right. And I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's trite, but you literally are what you eat. You, so you if you're eating it's like it's, crap, it's exactly putting, if you don't maintain your car, you put the wrong gas in your car, and you don't change your, you don't tune your car, you don't change your oil, your car's going to not run. It's the same with the food. Even though it's not, we're talking about the food, it's also the water you're drinking. It, it goes together. So, so it's very important uh, that we encourage chefs that do new things because uh, it, it just goes together. It's it, it, that environment right. and that sustainability. And we have to encourage that. Now, two more questions. One, how do you stay such fabulously in shape when you eat for a living? You must work out 20 hours a day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Secondly, let's say you commit a horrible crime and you're on death row and you have one. You got your last meal. Hey, we're in California. I'm gonna go for <laughs> foie gras. <laughs> Uh, yeah, for, for, just a big tub of foie gras. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Beautiful. Sophie, merci beaucoup. Oh, you're very welcome. Uh, Piacere. Muchas gracias. A bientôt. Yes, a bientôt. I hope so. <laughs> Thank you. Delightful woman. Oh, she's De fabulous. She was. and she. But I she, want to be her when I grow up. Well, you know she goes to Paris and gets her um, suits and her dresses tailored specifically with the most amazing fabrics. The person next to me um, at the table was telling me all about the fabrics mm -hmm. that uh, she picks. She goes to Paris and gets all that custom made to her body. She has fabulous curves. And she, she's, she's got a fabulous body. I'm telling you, normally these chefs and food critics, they're four or five hundred pounds because all they do is eat. Oh no, she's fabulous. She's uh, well, she's French. What are you gonna, you know? But all come those on. heavy creams and sauces, I no. would think she would be six hundred pounds. No, she's we beautiful. also saw her at the uh, the um, Starlet Cake opening in Beverly Hills a right. few days back, mm -hmm. and she was wearing another fabulous dress that hugged her curves perfectly. Mm -hmm. um, you were wearing a hat at that event as well. I was. Yes, you were. Huh? I'm a hat girl. And the cake was 40 calories. That's what they said. Starlet say. cake. It was Greek yogurt and um, what was the other thing? Maybe. Not starlet cake. They call it starlet cake because it's the kind of cake that models eat because supposedly it only has 40 calories. Oh, it was good. So you can. It was delicious. You can eat it. You don't have to throw it up. That's their tagline. Oh, no. You can keep it in your stomach. It was delicious. It wasn't very filling. Um, I was still hungry after that, but it was delicious. All right. Well, so 
try that starlet cake. But mm-hmm. definitely uh, check out the AmericanLiverFoundation.org. You can see when the Flavors event is coming to your town. It's a great event. It's really fun. You get to meet a lot of cool people, and you get uh, very focused private attention from some of the best chefs in your city. So it's a great It is a fabulous night. You have to do it. And speaking of restaurants, the busiest restaurant day of the year is this Sunday, Mm. Mother's Day. Yes, it is. Everybody takes their mom and their wife out for dinner or brunch or breakfast Mm -hmm. on Mother's Day. Well, there's brunches everywhere. And because it's Mother's Day, they pack pack everything together with a champagne brunch and little goodies or a special dessert, and they do especially for that day. Mm -hmm. So in any city all across the U.S., you can just find the perfect restaurant. And I would make uh, reservations way in advance so that, you know, you get a good table. Well, it's Thursday. You can't really make them. Well, make them now. (laughs) Oh, definitely make them before the weekend. Don't wait and say, oh, let's just go. No. No, that would be horrible. But there's... um, I mean, you can museums host dinners right here in L.A. You can go down to the Queen Mary and they have a champagne brunch. And if you've ever been there, they it's have haunted. The, the, the Queen, Queen Mary. Haunted. It is. It's a little freaky. Mm-hmm. It's a little freaky. But their champagne brunch is hauntingly delicious. <laughs> you did that without a hat. That's pretty amazing. I did. I did. <laughs> And um, they have, they may have this lady that plays the piano right in the middle of the buffet. So as you're getting your crab legs and deviled eggs, you're looking up and there's this angelic-looking woman with this golden and white piano. That was stupendous. I hope they still have it. Well, and if you don't want to take your mom just to a restaurant, there's festivals all over the country. Some of them, I think, are mom-friendly. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to take her out for a full day, there's a lot of cool things you can do in... Um, in Crisfield, Maryland, which is the crab capital, mm-hmm. one of the crab capitals crab. on the East Coast. Yeah, if you have a crabby mom, you bring her to the Strawberry Festival. That's in Crisfield, <laughs> Maryland this weekend. Uh, all kinds of strawberry shortcakes, strawberry desserts, mm. strawberry candles, strawberry makeup, strawberry rub. Strawberry candles. Everything. What a great Mother's Day gift. A strawberry candle? Yes. Why, why would that be better because than you- like a Groundhog Day gift? It's a good gift. It's strawberry, so you get to smell strawberries all around the house. That's mm-hmm. delicious. It is. And it's it's a full day with your mom instead of just knocking her off for a couple hours yeah. at, a, at a brunch. Um, another well, thing, it depends. Do you like your mom That's true. <laughs> to keep her around for a full day? Uh, another really fun festival is the world's largest pancake breakfast in Springfield, Massachusetts. You know, you tell your mom, mom. You don't have to make us breakfast today. We're going to go to the world's largest pancake breakfast. Now, I don't know if that means one pancake that is just enormous That's that what I'm thinking. everyone shares, or if it's just the most amount of pancakes ever made in one place. It's probably a big old pancake. Wouldn't that be cool? Is there a competition, too? And then everyone that eats. Cool. That would be great. You eat from the outside to the middle, and whoever gets to the middle first wins well, a prize. Well, we've seen the world's largest meatball. Where was that? That was at the... Um, Italian festival here, yeah. the by the Sons of Italy, San the feast, feast of San Gennaro, right. and it, they had the largest meatball, and I guess everybody eats out of that meatball. That's not sanitary. <laughs> it better be cooked Especially all the way gotta, through. How long do they have to cook that forever. thing? Forever. Plus, you got a lot of Italians. A lot of us chew with our mouths open. It, it's oh, not sanitary. No. It's just not. It's protein. So you got a bunch of fat guys in, in tracksuits <laughs> sitting around the table going, oh, this is not too bad. I could use a little more gravy on it, but it's not too bad. Oh, no. um, what else? Oh, the uh, Island Grove Blueberry Festival in Island Grove, Florida. Ooh, yummy. Uh, blueberries, it's another same kind of deal. They have candles, they have blueberry mm. shakes, blueberry smoothies, blueberry pie. And 
uh, it's filled with antioxidants. Right. So it's good for you. Right. And, and, see, and mom, I, I got it. I got it, mom. It's good for me. Hey, mom, you're starting to look a little old. Why don't you have some, <laughs> some blueberries? blueberries? Spruce yourself up a little bit. Put them on your face like a mask. Right. Um, so what, what typically do you do with your mom on Mother's Day? I know your parents are in Miami. I go visit. Yeah. Um, we don't really go out. Um, if, if we go out, we go to this um, what is it, 94th Aero Squadron. Because mm-hmm. I just, I love airplanes and going there, you get to put the headphones on and you listen to everything that's going on when the planes land, when the planes um, leave. And they also have a champagne brunch, which they have all over the U.S. Um, that's so the go-to that. thing, I think, for Mother's Day is but, the champagne brunch. Yeah, but um, usually my family, my Cuban family, we always get together every Saturday and Sunday and we go to my aunt's house. That's usually what happens. And we play dominoes. We make food. We make rice and beans. And sometimes we have the big old pig. And then everybody just shows up whenever. And you grab a plate. You eat. You have fun. You play dominoes. Uh, the kids are running around. It's a full day of crazy, screaming, loud Cubans. Mm-hmm. Which makes every mother think, why did I get pregnant in the first place? <laughs> If That's we horrible. never had any kids, no, it's great. We'd be sitting around doing nothing. It's great. Nothing. We're we're a very close family. Well, and this is your mother's first Mother's Day as a grandmother. Yes. Yes, it is. But you know what they're doing this weekend? What? My mother again. I mean, we love to travel. My mom and my dad are spending the weekend in Daytona Beach. Oh, shush! Oh no! Hey, TMI. TMI. Star. Bien. <laughs> Fachaculo Ugazo. Oh, yeah, no, they don't say that. (laughs) But that's why they're going, baby. That's why they're going. I want to hear it. Hush, hush your mouth. Your parents are getting. So, get mama what she really wants for Mother's Day (laughs) a trip away from her kids. She's going to Daytona. Um, They just take a, you know, they, they go to a dog friendly hotel. Every once in a while in Daytona Beach. And uh, they just go and get away from everything and have a great time by the water and take photos. And she's so cute with her little makeup and her new outfits that she gets for this. And my daddy takes all the photos. He's an amateur photographer. So wait, let's, let's, let's break this down. Your parents are going away to a hotel at Daytona Beach and your mom's going to have makeup, new outfits, <laughs> and your dad's bringing his camera. Are they making oh, porns? Oh, no. Is that what's going on? I mean, it's cool. Oh, I have to take this off. No, oh. I'm putting that image in your head forever. Now. I need a is that shower. what's going on? That is disgusting, first of all. <laughs> I'm sure my parents don't do that. My in-laws are making dirty movies in Daytona Beach. Should we talk about your parents? <laughs> huh? Do you want to see your mom naked? No, I don't. Yeah. Well, then don't get on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, let's stop this right now, and let's talk about something else. Why don't we talk about girls' night out? Okay, yeah, before you're a mom, you have to be a girl, right? Yes. So what is girls' night out? Explain this to me. Girls' night out, I already explained it to you. But we we were in the car, so no one heard it. (laughs) I mean, explain it on the show so that people that are listening to the podcast can actually understand. Girls' night out is an event that happens at different times throughout the year. By um, It was created by Chris Hoffman. And now it's at uh, shakies.com, and you can check it out. You can shaky it out. <laughs> it's an event for girls all over the U.S. It's the girlfriend experience, basically. You and a bunch of girls go to this great place, and you get out of there with tons of goodies and things to do. I'm not sure about travel. I know they have a lot of goodies because I love the goodie bag. Well, and girls love to travel. Yes. Um, I'm not sure if they have any travel stuff in there, but I know they have uh, tons of giveaways, and it's all girl 
girl girl. So it's oriented. just you and your best friend, girlfriends, and you go and you descend on this, and it just sounds like a, a hen house, a bunch of clunky ladies, clucking ladies over potions and and creams and such. Well, you know what? Let's just you know what? But let's it's, talk it's to empowering. Them. It's rewarding women to socialize with their girlfriends. Um, it has about let's see. They have great brands and they have services. They have booths. You go to every booth and every booth has something for you, either a service or a giveaway. Um, I think is it's about liquor 80 served? nights. I don't remember. We should ask him. Maybe well, we let's, should get let's, a champagne. Let's get him on the phone right now and ask him. Okay. Let's call Chris. We are talking to Chris Hoffman. The inventor of Shekis.com, the girlfriend experience all over the U.S. with 80-plus days of unlimited fun and uh, girlfriends. So, Chris, hey, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for having me on. How, so how did you come up with uh, the girlfriend experience? Well, uh, originally, we were actually a publishing company that published nightlife guides uh, in New York and in LA. Uh-huh. And, uh, basically, uh, we came out with a book in 2001 called the girl's guide to New York nightlife, which was like a sequel or kind of like a little offshoot of our nightlife guides. Uh, sadly, the book came out right after nine 11. I mean, literally a week after nine 11. And, uh, we really kind of had to bring the book to life. So what we did was we started, a, we kind of brought together a party where, um, we kind of brought the content of the book alive uh-huh. uh, that December, the December right after uh, 9-11. And it was really kind of like a launch party, kind of like a fun way for us to like sell the books at a party. And uh, so we brought the content to life, which was really uh, about like the girls getting together, cocktails, meeting guys, even though there are no guys at Girls Night Out. Uh, so no, about no, guys are, in the book. no guys are allowed at all at Girls Night Out? Well, they're allowed at Girls Night Out. They're they're just. Uh, I, I think only the the smart ones show up. I was going to say, <laughs> are you married, Chris? Or are you single? No, 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 no. I'm not married. No. Ah. So this, no, this no, is so just so a, this is basically a clever ruse for you to gather all these hot girls in one place and then have your pickings by the end of the night. That's what oh. I think. That is such well, a I mean, guy no, thing to yeah. say. No, 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 no. You know, at first, of course, that's what the thought was for everybody. But <laughs> no, that's that, that's not the reality. Well, but that's do girls do girls really need? Uh, to be incentivized to get together? I thought that's. I mean, no, it, it, you don't understand the concept. I don't. It's it's a phenomenal night with giveaways. It's you pay the price of admission, right. and the goodie bag alone is worth. Going to this thing. There's goodie bags, Chris. Yes, there's goodie. Bags. Oh, there, there are goodie bags, and that's part of what the uh, the whole experience was when we were putting it all together. Uh, so there are goodie bags. There are, there are services like manicures, makeovers, um, that type of thing. Of course, the cocktails are free all night long. So that alone is is worth the price of admission. Especially if you're and, a guy. Uh, and of course, especially if you're a guy. <laughs> but uh, but on top of it, it's uh, you get to really kind of discover all these young emerging designers. Uh, so, you know, city by city, they, they do vary because we mix a lot of local designers and mixed in with a lot of designers that frankly follow us around the country. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a good mix and it's, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a night out with your friends. And because there really are no guys there, you're really kind of, you're not on guard. You're really just kind of hanging out with Yeah, the you kind of let go and I, I saw some girls getting kind of wild over there. 
Oh yeah, yeah guys no, are not going. They're not going to want to show up now. The guys, no, no, no. Some, some of the some of the girls really do kind of like let it all hang loose. You know, I mean, every once in a while, there's this one song, and I, I can't remember the name of the song, but the, the whole whole crowd really kind of starts dancing in unison, and it's uh, I think it's called like the I will survive. The, uh, no, I, th- I think it's the Harlem Hustle or something like that. <laughs> I forgot exactly what it's called, but they all start dancing together. It's, it's really kind of goofy, actually. Well, fun I- though, but I mean. I'll, all harmless fun. I went last year and I had a phenomenal time. I went with a couple of girlfriends and uh, we left with bags filled with stuff. And I'm talking about all girly stuff and it's a great safe environment. You can drink, you get to, to taste, I think I tasted cake and cookies and every table has something for you. Every, I mean, it, to me, I like goodie bags. I like getting little things. No matter what it is, I just like opening. It's really nice getting a, a pretty little gift. And you feel safe, and you're amongst girls, and it's it's a fun night. If um, I mean, what else are you going to be doing in L.A.? You're going to be drinking at a bar? Go out with your No, girlfriends. I mean, exactly. This is, a, this is a great, you know, you might as well be out with your girlfriends. And, and having you know, a, for... a great time and take something fantastic home. It sounds very it sounds very Sex in the City to me. Is it, is it Sex yes, in the City-ish? Yes, it's very Sex in the City-ish. It, it, it is, but it, you know, it is minus the guys, of course. But, you know, the girls, like I said, all the girls really just kind of like let it all hang loose. And, uh, you know, for $15, $20, depending on when you buy your ticket, um, you know, Open bar all night is yeah, that it's alone a is a great deal. deal yeah. yeah, you know what I find. I mean, one one cocktail is fifteen dollars in in, yeah. in, in in any major city. You're right. Yeah, one thing I always find funny is when you get three or four women that are all friends together and they all kind of they're a posse and they go out. It seems to me that they all think that they're Carrie. Uh, I think here's no, here's a no. fun game. I think you could play at the next. I uh, wanted event. to be Samantha. Carrie, uh, uh-uh, uh, she was a crazy one. Samantha was fun. She was the fun one. But <laughs> it's, it, that would be a fun game. You should ask people to separate into the four basic food groups from Sex in the City. All the people that think you're Samantha in your group go over here. And what are the other ones? Carrie, Carrie. and uh, Charlotte. And You'll have almost no Mirandas. Nobody's going to want to be Nobody wants to be Miranda. She was, she was a bitch. <laughs> she was, on every episode, she was just like a, just a malcontent, complaining Well, she never bitch. liked men to begin with. Well, maybe that's... Maybe, well, maybe I, that's why. If she had, she might have had maybe been a little more you know, happy to be around. No, I, 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 you know what? She should have been out, and they should have explored that in Sex in the City. But that's my humble opinion. Now, one thing I did see, um, I, one thing that I do, I wanted to see over there was some sort of a show or some sort of presentation. The only thing I saw there was a, um, I think it was a drag queen, and she was handing out cards and taking photos with people. But um, I exp- I kind of wanted to see a show of some sort, a presentation. Do you have that planned out? Do you think that's going to be in the near future? What's your take on that, Chris? Yeah, but I mean, we're not going to have, I mean, there's, we're, we're going to kind of grow the event the way, we, we started it, um, just kind of expand with new things. Um, like something new that we're doing this, this year is we have, uh, it's slightly more serious than, than with some of the stuff that we've done before, but it's still at the front edge. There are things called the girl talk workshops mm-hmm. where, uh, we have like a dating coach coming. Uh, we have a nutritionist, we have, uh, someone who's a, a phys ed expert, um, a couple of different authors and something called the man panel where uh, the, man panel. the man panel, it's basically like every half an hour, about 30 to 35 girls uh, in kind of like a little bit like, paired off 
And you know, the speakers talk for about 20 minutes or so. And, um, you know, they, they learn different things. And then the man panel is usually the, is usually standing room only. Usually have about 50, 60 girls there. And, uh, you basically have a group of guys, uh, in the past, in the past this year, we had like local DJs, somewhat semi-local celebrities, mm. uh, a news anchor, and basically girls ask the guys opinion on, you know, dating and other stuff. Oh, to get their side what's of the guy's story. Point of view? That yeah, is what's genius. The guy's point of view yeah. on something? Like so, Mars but, versus but Venus. But it happens every half hour or so. Okay, and that it's, is um, I would love to do that. I love, uh, I, I love uh, counseling. You are good at that. I am. I'm pretty good at it. I used to do a dating show. So I kind of I um I I'm able to get into the heads of women. Kids, I, do you remember do you remember Studs, Chris? I'm sorry? Do you remember the TV show Studs? Yeah, I do, of course. Mark yeah. was the host of Studs. We did six, you were. Well, we, Yeah, we did Well, six, we would love to have you on the man panel. Absolutely. <laughs> I think it's it's it, and you know what it's I I'm sure and I know for a fact that guys have the same blind spots. When it comes to women, guys are clueless. You know, we are cl- but, clueless. You know, it's hilarious to me that women are just as clueless. I mean, I'll, some of yeah, your some, some women, some of your friends will be telling me stuff about what's going on with the guys oh, that yeah. they're like. Mark counsels all my friends, and I'm like, well, it's obvious he's she's you know yeah. he's with somebody else. He's this. Oh, I never thought. Oh, I guess you're right. I mean, at uh, least sometimes TV wonder can see that coming. I mean, it's, it's just it's it's <laughs> some of the stuff is just it's shocking. And some of the, by the way, some of the questions we get during the man panels uh, are just, I mean, they're, they're well beyond NC-17, let's put it that way. You know what? You're making me want to be there even more. I, I think that sounds like a fun, fun, that, that, see, to me, that's more appealing than the goodie bags because that's entertaining, hearing people ask silly questions and. Uh, you should come with me. I, I, it's May 31st why, in Los Angeles. Here's my, here's my question, Chris. If guys are allowed, why isn't the place lousy with dudes just kind of hanging out, waiting to talk to girls? I don't know if I would want that. Well, I know well, it's like, like I said, we got, only the smart ones really show up. You know, why? very, very, very early on, because we've been doing this for about 12 years, uh-huh. early on we kind of just wanted to have a little experiment, and we shot out an email to the, to the guys on our email list, which actually was a pretty large list at that time. It's not that large anymore for men. Uh, and we were like, hey, guys, you know, basically it was, it was two target men saying, hey, guys, it's, you know, like, come, it's a bunch of girls and blah, blah, blah. It's a great place to meet. And, you know, we kind of phrased it to appeal to men. And um, we shot it out to probably about forty or 50,000 guys in New York. And maybe like 25 guys showed up. And it was, it, it, it was comical, actually. They're, they're dumb. Um, it's like the best, you know what, the best place to go? If, if, if there are 18-year-old boys listening to me, enroll yourself in a ballet class today. <laughs> Go to a dance That's school funny. It's probably true. today. I, well, yeah, let's dancing. just talk statistics. Yeah. Do you want to be the straight guy in the ballet school? First of all, it's a great workout, right? Second of all... Were you in ballet? Huh? Were you in No, ballet? I wasn't this smart oh. when I was younger. I was stupid. Oh. And what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to give a little something back to the game, baby. Well, I don't know if I would want... It, it, I think it would change the dynamic if there's a bunch of guys at this girls' event. Yeah. I felt... Well, I, I, I agree. I mean, I, I agree 100%, but you, we just kind of threw that out there just to see what would happen. Because yeah, you always want to see what, you know, what the dynamic can or could be. And uh, the guys just simply didn't show up. They're dumb. It, it was just, uh, you, you know... And we joked around about it. We were like, you know, like, 
there are like 25, these are the 25 smartest guys in New York. Right. And the ratio, um, what's the ratio yeah. from um, of women to men in New York City? And, I mean, it's probably about one and a half. I mean, you hear these ridiculous statistics. So it's like three to one. It's not three to one. They're like, it's it's about one and a half women to every guy. Well, in, but, LA, um, in LA, is I think about... It's seven to one, I think, the ratio. Seven girls yeah, to one guy? Yeah, last time I checked, it was five to one or seven to one. You're high. There's no way. Really? No. no yeah, that's no, not no, accurate. The, 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 well, the good guys oh. are just non-existent. Well, what's a good guy? What, have, what, what's your definition you of a good guy? dating things That's probably more like a hundred to one. Yeah. Mark has a friend. No, I don't go to dating events dating because things. I'm married. Yeah, but you, you frown on that. <laughs> I mean, remember when you caught me? But you you want to go into that? You counsel my friends and yes. you, you went to the dating event with Marco. Yeah, and it was, I mean, look around. It's horrendous. The oh, it's like a bad high school dance. It's horrendous. The slim pickings. The guys are just, the girls, there were really cute girls there. And the guys were just like, oh my God, where do they find these carnies? I feel bad for the single girls in some of these cities because really guys are as dumb as a box of hair. No, I mean, it's, yes. and it, it's what cities? You know, they they, they, they kind of trip over themselves. What cities do you do this event in, Chris? Oh, they we're in. Well, we started in New York. L.A. was the second city we did it, uh, but we are in San Francisco, Boston, Atlanta, D.C., Miami, Chicago, Houston, Dallas. Um, we do it in Hamptons. We've done it in Minneapolis. We've done it in Denver. We've done it in Charlotte. Um, we've done it in San Diego. Where, uh, where done, are the we've girls? We've done it in a total of 18 cities, probably. Where are the girls the craziest? <laughs> the most wild, most wild and most fun. You know what? I would, I would have to say the wildest girls probably are still New York. Um, well, New York know, is the really center depends of the, on the night. New York is a center of the world. I mm. love New York City. We're going to be there in June, and I can't wait to go back. New York City is amazing. Mm -hmm. New York's great, but some of the cutest girls are definitely in, in, in Los Angeles. I, I, I can't lie. Well, so, um, you could be right. Yeah. Who knows? It's all fun. It's all fun. <laughs> you know, every city has their own great girls, and every city has their own great culture. So, you know, it's, it's all relative. Now, Chris, this is a food and travel show, and I know you give away a lot of goodies um, in the bags. Do you have any travel-related giveaways? Well, I mean, when you say travel-related, trust I mean, what what are you trips? What do you, uh, wine any any like somewhere? Hints? Like little coupons for wine tastings or trips to uh, Cancun, mm. girlfriend getaways. That's a that good is idea. something that I would love to see to make the event even bigger. I do a well, lot. Yeah, of, we don't. We, I do, I'm sorry. I do a lot of uh, stand-up comedy, and I do a lot of festivals. And I'll go, and I, I go, I do like a, uh, like a comedy show, and then I bring oh, people yeah, on stage, and we do some like game show stuff, and then I give away a trip to the Caribbean. That's always and it's always a popular. woman that wins it. Uh, that's, because, uh, that's cool. Yeah, probably, I mean, we, we've given away we've given away trips to Miami um, at the event. We've given away trips to LA from New York. Uh, last year, we gave away a trip for two to L.A. I think we had people at the, not the, either the Beverly, it was the Beverly Hilton or the, um, there, there's a spa, a brand new hotel there in Beverly Hills. It's supposed to be a beautiful hotel. I've actually, I've, I've, I've seen it. Um, you know the name of it? It's a brand new hotel out there, maybe like two SLS, years old. SLS? The Lux? It is the SLS Hotel, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they want a, they want a, a, a day spa thing at the SLS and um, and I think they're at, at one of the really nice restaurants around there but uh, we've done that Miami like I said from 
L.A. They want a trip to New York. We've had stuff like that. So, I mean, we do it every once in a while. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's not our main thing. Our main thing is really entertaining the girls on the spot. That's really our shtick. So besides, I, I think so far the the... the I was entertained. I, I, the thing I like the best is the man panel, but what other things that uh, happened that you haven't mentioned yet? Well, I mean, other than the, the shopping, the cocktails, the goodie bags, and of course, like I said, the, uh, the new Girl Talk workshops, um, that's, that's, you know, that's our main thing. It, it's really kind of the, the all-encompassing, all of that together really just what, kind of makes the event up. What is the new, the, what is the new uh, Girl Talk wor- workshop? But the girls' talk workshops. No, that, that's what the man. That's what the man panel. Oh, the man panel. Okay, it, yeah. the man panel. I'm interested in. I don't know if I want to sit down and hear all the girls, you know, bitch about their. <laughs> oh, my man did this. Then wake up and stop doing that. You know, um, I like the. I like. I really do like the man panel. You know, if I, I want to get into if I yeah. could generalize for a moment, uh, based on my experience, I think the biggest on both sides of the gender fence, the biggest problem with relationships is people don't have enough self-respect. So they allow people to... Or self-esteem. Right. They, they allow people to treat them horribly and put up with it because he's cute or the sex is good or he's fun to hang out with, but, 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 and there's all these things that they don't like about him. Well, the sex excuse is a good one. Yeah, the that other is ones, actually yeah. a pretty good one, actually. So don't count that one. But the other ones, um, I, I think if you just demand more of people, you'll attract people that will give you more. Does that ring true, Chris? I, I, I definitely believe that. I mean, I, you know, it's as, as a guy in New York, uh, you know, you, you end up dating a lot and you, you definitely see all types, you know, and uh, I would definitely say that I pretty much agree with you on that. You know, there are the girls that let you walk all over them. You don't want to date and the guys that let the girls walk all over them. The girls don't want to date. Do you so have anything like that at your panels? I mean, it, it really depends on the questions. Uh, you know, the guys that we have there, they seem to be pretty honest, pretty brutally honest. What, what and we, we really guy, kind of like... What's I'm his sorry? name? The guy from... Um, he's not just... He's not oh, that into you. I love you. him. Yes, he's not that into you. Greg. He's fantastic. He's I funny. love him. He is... I think he was decoding guy code for us. Which is a sin. Oh, you know, we have, we have had in the past... Uh, Greg the, Barrett. Uh, is what's his, his name, name? From, from Tough Love was there last year. Greg Barrett from... Uh, no, no, the uh, the host of Tough Love, um, VH1's Tough Love. He was there. He actually he didn't do the man panel this the man panel this year, but he was actually just kind of speaking last year, and he was pretty popular. Um, I'm trying to remember his name. Yeah, he's a tall, good-looking guy. Um, is, is Tough Love even on anymore? Actually, <laughs> I don't. I don't think it is. But really, it's it's stuff that people need to hear. I think so. It, it sounds like it a pretty. But fun overall, job. the event is just about Steve fun. Ward, I'm sorry, Steve and about, Ward, I'm oh, okay. But um, you know, all in all, the event is about fun. Is about getting together with your girlfriends. I love the girlfriend experience. Or I your think. mom. You could bring your mom on Mother's Day. Yeah, get her that's get sweet. her a ticket, and you can give it to her on Mother's Day. That's fantastic. And then go on. And the you know, a lot of girls do bring their moms. You know, because it is a night to get together, whether it's your girlfriends or with your mom. And a lot of a shocking amount of moms do come with their daughters. Well, my mom's going to be getting some this weekend, so <laughs> she's taken care of. But um, I am uh, looking forward to it. I'm what's the website people? The, what's the website people can go to to find out when uh, this crazy feline circus is coming to their town? <laughs> it is www.shecky's.com, 
S H E C K Y S dot com. Why do you call the, yeah, is what? that an homage to Shecky Green, or where'd you get that name? You know, it, it, it was it was a goofy nickname. I, I actually used to work on Wall Street, and it was a it was a dumb nickname that a couple of the guys gave me because I was a bit of a I was a bit obnoxious. And uh, oh. when we put out our first book, our tone of our first book was very kind of in your face and kind of honest. And uh, I was like, ah, you know what? I'm just going to own it. I'm going to call it Shecky. And and originally it was because of Shecky Green. So uh, you know. <laughs> the rest is history. It just kind of like fell into place. I mean, if I could go back and call it something else, <laughs> not sure if I well, would. Actually, I, I like the logo. I like the the fact that it's hot pink, and I think it does. It's sexy and sex in the city ish. So I think the logo goes great. And the name, if they oh, really want to find out about the name, they'll you know they'll Google it. It is it is a goofy name, but you know people don't forget it. I will say that. So yeah. that's that's a. That's a plus. Unforgettable. So it's Shecky's.com? Shecky's.com. And we're going to have it on the website at uh, sideshownetwork.tv slash a fork on the road. We're going to have all that information for all the ladies out there. And uh, this is an event that is highly recommended by us here at a fork on the road. (laughs) Especially me. Right. Thank you so much for talking to us, Chris. It sounds like a great event. Hopefully we'll run into you somewhere down the road. Thanks a lot. I'm sure we'll take one. Bye-bye. Sounds fun. I am telling you, I had a blast. It, it's at first it sounded to me like if you were to go with your wife or girlfriend, it would be like you're being dragged on a shopping trip, which I, I would actually rather be hit by a bus. Than to hang out with a bunch of girls. Girls that are shopping, yeah. Well, you know what? I'm gonna go. I had a phenomenal time. It was a safe environment. I I you know, they were handing me drinks. I I was I remember the drinks, they were pink. Mm. They matched the logo. I like that. Very clever. The booths were great. It was very girly. I felt very girly. And usually, you know me, I'm the closest. You you said to me once that I was the closest thing to a man's way of thinking that you had ever met in a woman. And I agree with you, and I took it as a compliment. But when it comes to... I was to, just saying that to try and see you Oh, naked. to get in my pants. That's mm-hmm. just wrong. That's just wrong. But this place, well, I like I did being marry feminine. You. I like being girly, and I felt girly and feminine, and I had a great time with my girlfriend. And that's great. You know, I have my hockey nights and my softball nights, and I hang out with my buddies, and that yes. that to me is very fun. I don't necessarily understand the female vibe, but that's why I find it interesting. It's our sports. Shopping. Yes. Well, there you go. There's the reason you listen to the show today, to find out that shopping <laughs> is like sports for gals. <laughs> and you should be happy because it's only one price and I come home with a ton of goodies. Right. And you never pull your and groin. And drunk. Yeah. And you, you never pull your groin <laughs> muscle or go on the DL. All right. Well, uh, that is our show for today. We hope you have a great Mother's Day. Mother's Day is Sunday. Yay. Say hi to your mom. Take Happy her somewhere Mother's nice. Day. You can take her to the Strawberry Festival or the Blueberry Festival or to a brunch or you could get a ticket to this crazy all-girl shopping spree bacchanal. And your mom will come home happy, maybe a little drunk, and with a bag full of toys. So, until next Thursday, I am Mark DiCarlo. And I am Yenny Alvarez. And you've been listening to a Fork on On the the Road road. show. We will see you on the road and on iTunes. Bye-bye. Bye.